0: the the amount of chemicals that are in everything now, and you say about, you know, obviously they created a lot of these man-made illnesses because a lot of them are made because of, like, what's been put into our food, our water, our air, clothes, cosmetics, you know, you, every facet of life, pretty much. We're just getting hit by chemicals like the minute we wake up. Um, and it it is quite mind-blowing, really, but, like, because g- it's, again, it's all been made, everything's been made convenient, people just don't have that awareness, which is obviously the key word, is awareness, isn't it? And awareness of, um, you know, your own bodily health and what you're putting in it and stuff like that. And I, I always say to people, what, what what makes me laugh nowadays is that most people pay more attention to the energy rating of their washing machine than they do
1: what they put into their actual body. Um, That's right. So here's a AJ, here's an exercise that anyone can do to help motivate some of these changes uh, with food, because you know, food is uh, super, super important. And you know, I always, um, educate about eating whole food, which means that it look when you buy it it looks the same way it looked in nature mm. right So if you can go to a tree and pick an apple off of it and then you see that same apple, not apple sauce, but the apple in the supermarket, that's a whole food And if you if you stick to that, you're gonna improve your health massively. But a way to transition to that is just to start, uh, reading labels, but read them in an, in an informed way. So uh, look at the label and, you know, if the one of the ingredients is apples, you know that that, that is okay if they're organic, of course, um, or if the ingredient, you know, is kidney beans, you know, that's okay. Or if it's sea salt, you know, that's okay. But if it's, you know, sodium erythrobromate, you're like, what the heck is that? That's not, you know, that's not a food. So then then go to the internet and search, you know, toxicity of sodium erythrobate and see what comes up and learn. So do that for every single ingredient on a food that you're, before you eat it. Mm. I did this exercise uh, with my children because um, they had uh, been eating these organic uh, version of Pringles, the potato, a popular uh, crisp in the United States. Okay, I'll use the British word and um, they they were pretty addicted to this stuff like they wanted it all the time and and I was really concerned about it and so I just sat down with them I'm like let's read the ingredients label and I went by the way and bought some other crisps that were just uh, cooked in avocado oil and the only ingredients were potatoes avocado oil and sea salt and we read the ingredient label of the other one and I, you know, explained what the things were, and at the end, my daughter took the, the container from me and put it right in the trash. And they're both like, "We're never eating these again." Mm. So once you have the information, even in a child, it can be very, very powerful because people don't want to make themselves sick in general, and even when they're addicted to the, to some of those chemicals, like flavor enhancers, uh, for example um they can still overcome it if they uh put their mind to it and realize the importance of it yeah absolutely and it's um yeah it's it's crazy even as like a a kid i was always
0: curious like what's in food and always knew like um, i was always like turned off from cake and fizzy drinks just like just never liked them as a kid uh my mom used to buy birthday cake you know just for everybody else um so it was, which was always quite funny but again if you don't have that any it's the same as anything you don't know what you don't know and because of the, like the generations how they've just kind of gone from one to the next like the generations now have so little to think about because everything's been made convenient for them and nice and taste you know nice and tasty but you only have to have a look at a, a supermarket bread for example you know like the, the amount of ingredients that are in a loaf of bread now is just like mind-boggling compared to like 20 years ago but then 20 years ago, it was like, what was it? One in 100, one in 500 or something would get cancer. Now we're being told it's one in two. And and as, you know, as I imagine both of us are saying a lot is well, what's the human body hasn't changed, what's changed for somebody to get, you know, one in two people to get cancer.
1: Yeah, that's, you know, it, it defies their own logic, because even if you look at it, you know, they always look at it from an evolutionary perspective, right? And And it's supposed to be. Uh, that we live longer and are more vibrant over time, not mm. that uh, suddenly you know nature attacks us, uh, you know, with new diseases or our our you know development becomes faulty or you know our bodies. I mean, there is this pervasive um, false view in mainstream medicine that our bodies are faulty and we need modern medicines to correct our bodies. Yeah. Like, for example, look at things like. Um, thyroid disease, right? We say that people have hypothyroidism. It's one of the most frequently diagnosed conditions. The drug Synthroid, which is a uh, a man-made synthetic version of thyroid hormone, um, is uh, you know one of the top-selling drugs. Now, mm-hmm. why would our our bodies just suddenly turn off one of their most important glands? And you know, it's not because it's broken, it's, it's for a reason. It's a response to something and the body needs to correct it. And that's part of the correction and the healing process. But we, we think, oh, that's your body's broken. Uh, thank God for modern medicine, because we can give a synthetic chemical that replaces the body's function. Yeah. Right. And that's just, um, not, Accurate to what's happening like our bodies are don't make mistakes they only react to changes in the environment or to insults and um, You know when we experience these problems, it's it's giving us information That we need to do something different because what we've been doing is resulting in our body is not able to function optimally
0: yeah yeah. And so we're constantly doing everything half-assed almost without even realizing, aren't we, because of basically everything or well, how intoxicated our bodies are becoming and minds.
1: Yes. Yeah. If you're completely unaware of that, um, and just follow the modern lifestyle, you're just gonna get worse and worse. And so what we see is aging process, for example, right, is that our bodies, because they make mistakes, they get wear and tear and they just fall apart over time, you know, like planned obsolescence, like the way they build machines these days, not the way they used to build them where they'd last forever practically. Mm. Um, what's really happening is that over time, you're accumulating more and more of these poisons in your body and they are destroying parts of your body and they those parts of your body can't function as well anymore. But that's not the way nature intended it. Nature intended that, you know, your body would be completely functional until the very end when it was the end of your life. And then, you know, you would go basically from functioning to to death, to passing on. And we can see real life examples of cultures that have not succumbed to the modern lifestyle. And we can see, you know, centenarians who are living you know like when we think of in our nations uh someone in their 90s we we picture someone in a nursing home or a care home you know with wearing diapers and not knowing their name and and uh taking 20 medicines and and that is like a, the most common experience mm. but that's that's not the way nature intended it if we look in for example Okinawa right which we know is an island uh uh, it's part of Japan, but it's kind of far away from the rest of Japan, and it's mostly a uh, you know farming lifestyle. But they they are not uh, totally indoctrinated, or at least the the current older generation, and they have many many people who live uh, beyond a hundred, and but they are not debilitated. They're not in nursing homes or care homes. In fact, some of them live independently. They do everything for themselves. You know, they cook mm. and clean. Uh, they're productive, uh, you know, at hundred years old. And this is the way that we, we can be mm. um, if we wake up to some of these things and start taking steps to, you know, one, mitigate as much as possible our exposure to these poisons and then, you know, help our body um, get rid of these things. It wants to do that desperately, right? But when you keep putting so many poisons in, your body has to do damage control. It can't do the healing part. So you have to kind of help jumpstart it into the healing phase by, you know, stop burdening it with so many poisons. And then you can do some things to help signal your body that, okay, now you're cooperating (laughs) Uh, and uh, you're gonna give allow your body to use its resources to heal. Mm. And, um, you know, it's amazing that uh, people who do this they come out on the other end as if they went back in time, mm. um, you know, to a younger age because uh, the body is just capable of such uh, amazing renewal.
0: Yeah, it, well, it truly, truly is. And um, it's interesting, actually, because I, I was really reading into the germ theory, terrain theory, like before this whole hoax even started. And uh, I guess uh, one of the biggest hoaxes we've ever experienced and probably will in our lifetimes is. You know, being told that we we can't heal ourselves, that we need we we can only have poison to fix it ourselves, and right. um yeah, and again that's a generational thing that's been brought up and brought up and brought up, but I guess in hindsight, I know we've all been through a lot of uh, crap over the last like three years and um just constant governmental lies and corruption and you know uh, at the highest level, um which has ruined a lot of people's lives, but I guess in this three year period, it's actually woken a lot of people up
1: to um germ theory and it uh, is actually like a load of nonsense absolutely and you know i'm glad you uh pointed out the difficulty about that the body is self healing but i want to remind everyone that you you've actually witnessed this yourself in your lifetime uh, uh you know your own body because you've gotten a cut before mm-hmm. and you know at least there might be one time when you didn't put some pharmaceutical on it uh, you just you know, basically washed it off, and then magically you saw over the next days that it just completely healed. And yeah. you, there was no evidence that there was ever a cut there. Mm. It's like and a paper cut, place, isn't it? Right? You, get a pa- you get a paper cut and you're like, oh, crap, just, mm, yeah. Yes. It stops, right. stops bleeding. What's your body doing? It's healing itself straight away. Exactly. So if it can do that, then you, you must understand that any insult that happens anywhere in your body, your body's doing that. Mm. And when you those pharmaceuticals get in the way, they shut that down, right, often. Mm. And, and many people end up with chronic injuries because of that, right? Like I've seen many, many uh, injured workers through in the workers' compensation system that they, got an injury and it might not have even been a very severe injury, right? Like there might not have even been a broken bone or or anything like that, but they never healed. The body couldn't complete the healing process because all of the pharmaceuticals and all of the poisons in their lifestyle mm. essentially took the body's resources away from that. Um, and the body was so overwhelmed that it just, just deposited those things there instead of you know, healthy collagen and, uh, you know, other materials to rebuild that area. Mm. Um, so we have to, you know, realize that it's already in our body and we just have to stop getting in the way of it um, to allow that uh, process to to occur. And um you mentioned things like collagen.
0: Um, other than collagen, is there any particular sort of like supplements and things that you would uh, suggest for people other than obviously healthy nutritionist is Whole Foods.
1: Right. Well, I, I really, in general, don't recommend supplements at all. Because one thing is that many supplements are just pharmaceuticals in disguise. They're produced mm-hmm. by the yeah. pharmaceutical industry. Um, also, if you go back and look um, at the science of how they even discovered some of these things, it's not even clear, like, for example, with vitamin C. Now, when in order to get vitamin C from a food that it's said to be in, you have to do several uh, steps of chemical reactions, precipitations, solvent extractions and such before you get a white powder that's called vitamin C. So if you're doing all of that stuff to it, how do you know that that powder in its form as a powder was actually in the lemon to begin with? Mm so if you take a pill with that chemical you know it's not it's not the way nature intended you to get that so so all the things that you you know would need to be healthy you can get from foods the only thing i'm aware of that's not available in modern food source unless you uh Um, pay attention to grow your own food and fortify the soil appropriately is trace minerals. And these are, you know, the metals that we need in very tiny amounts, Mm. but they're super important, like uh, things like molybdenum, manganese, uh, you know, zinc, copper. There there are maybe about 50 that we use in our body and for vital functions, including for detox, like uh, um, superoxide dismutase, for example, one of our enzymes that is an antioxidant powerful one it requires some of these metals to work i'm blanking on exactly which ones but because of the way food is grown in one place and then uh consumed in a totally different area the minerals that were originally in that soil that got into the food are taken away from that soil and after two growing seasons there's no minerals basically (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> none of those minerals. Mm. Um, now they add they add nitrogen, phosphorus and potassium in fertilizer but they don't add all the other minerals. Uh, to grow the plants, they just do the bare minimum. So you have to have some form of mineral supplement and that's why, you know, the the main or the first product I ever sold was shiitake which is a a natural form of those minerals from decomposed plants that uh, animals often lick up and that's how we actually find the deposits of that material. And that, that contains about just about all 50 uh, of those minerals. But aside from that, um, I think you should just, uh, eat a healthy diet. And you know, which, um, you know, we can talk about the differences of vegan, vegetarian, carnivore, omnivore, all of these things. But the biggest difference is if you just stop eating stuff, that's not food and just stick to the whole foods, you know, nothing in a package unless it has one ingredient or, or perhaps one ingredient plus sea salt and, uh, you know, get everything fresh, Mm. you know, get vegetables, get fruits, get meats, and then prepare them at home. And you'll most likely, if you eat a variety of foods or, or if you eat enough, um, you know, animal products, you'll, you'll get all of the nutrients that you need from nature and you do need to get out into nature and out into the sun and you do need to get physical movement and you do need to have uh, some kind of spiritual uh, or contemplation practice, right? All of these things have to go together to have optimal health. But in terms of nutrition, um, I really don't think there's a need for supplementation whatsoever.